good hello um that, sorry that was good morning and hello in the same breath um yes one of those days you know what so i've recorded this podcast a couple of times and i keep on deleting it because i keep on either like fucking up or just running out of things to say uh i was on a cycle home and i thought every thought that i could have and i spunked it all then like it was a good 20 minute cycle home and i was like having an inner monologue with myself of everything that I was going to put down on this podcast, and I've just spunked all my thoughts, and now I've got fucking nothing left. So this will be an interesting one. Um, I was going to talk today about insecurities, which, you know, it might lead into body image stuff. I'm not into all health at every size, the Hayes Club. Uh, I might... I'm not sure entirely sure where this is going to go, but I never am. So that's good fun. Um, I'm going to start it off by talking about, like... A lot of my insecurities, and, and I was really, really, really bad about physical stuff, and, uh, and well, pretty much quite a few things, actually, and I still have days where I'm like, oh, man, you're such a piece of shit, and it's literally just because, like, hey, it's Tuesday, time to feel bad about yourself, there's no real rhyme or reason about it, some days I'm, like, uber confident, and uber kind of like, hey, give a fuck, and other days I'm just like, oh, man, you might as well be dead. And I'm not even kidding about how extreme those thoughts are. Like, it is it is that extreme and it gets to that level. But most of my insecurities, like, stemmed from, um, like, physique stuff and, and stemmed from the fitness world. Like, I had a lot of shit. There's, there's photos of me. I've trained for a long time. I'll get this coherent thought out. I have trained for a long time. Like, there's photos of me from when I was, like, four or five years old or something with, like, you know, knee pads from when you're, like, skateboarding or, like, rollerblading with, like, those around my arms flexing, which is cute in a photo. But when you think about the the... the the reality of that is like a four or five year old wants to change their physique or wants like aspires to have a different physique could be quite damaging. Um, but yeah, I have trained for a long time. Like I was training then when I was like five years old or whatever, doing push ups and the off the sofa and stuff. Uh, and where I am now is like not all that impressive. Like I've trained for what maybe 25 or six years. To think that my squat numbers are like what low to low 200s uh like my physique and strength levels are probably really easily attain attain attainable for like maybe two or three years of training if you if you're quite gifted genetically then maybe less than that uh and that used to cause me lots of problems it used to cause me a load of bother because i was like i should be much better than i am oh, i should be further along but when i actually look at the big picture of things i have never prioritized that i've never prior if i wanted to be bigger i have never prioritized really going for that for a consistent period of time like not really and when i when i did have the motivation to do that kind of shit when i was like younger and training in proflex and whitley bay doing like four hour sessions i didn't have the knowledge to go with how so i was just training endlessly like there was a missing part there. I had all the motivation to do it, but I didn't fucking know how. So that dampened gains a little bit. Information wasn't as readily available because I'm 94 years old, apparently. Uh, I was around before computers <laughs> or before the internet. Uh, so information wasn't as readily available. So my training splits were fucking weird. And since then, like, I've never really pushed 
that. But when I look at the ha- when I have consistently trained for, I don't know, a competition or something, I've made phenomenal progress within that time. And then probably due to ADHD, I've kind of slacked off and gone, ah, fuck it, I don't care anymore. Uh, but yeah, so there's reasons behind that. And I'm kind of at, at home with things now. I'm, I totally like, I appreciate I could get better if I wanted to, but I just haven't got the drive to put that level of commitment into a one specific sport or one specific goal. I like training because it's fun. Uh, even if though, if, if you've seen me train, you wouldn't think I'm having fun. I'm having the worst time of my life, but I genuinely do find it fun. Um, but I've also had a lot of insecurities about generally not being smart enough, which I know a lot of you might think, eh, because I do now know lots of things about a lot of stuff, uh, particularly around the health and fitness realm. Like I would consider myself to be quite well educated in this, but it, it's not always been that way. And it's, it's, I've learned a lot because I've always thought I should know more uh, or I should I shouldn't be able to speak about that unless I know a lot about it. So that insecurity has actually driven a very long and very prosperous, um, successful business, like a successful career. My my career has kind of stemmed from all of my insecurities. And I think that's actually quite an important thing to consider that although insecurities inherently are bad, what you do with them is actually can be really progressive can be really important uh i think it becomes toxic when you when you've got an insecurity about something that you just can't do anything about or you won't do anything about or uh it's something that you can't necessarily change like if you're insecure about i don't know i I, i'm trying to think of something that i can't think you can change um i don't know your height if you're insecure about your height that might be something that you could work on in counseling or you might need more professional guidance for that kind of stuff. But something as silly as like, it's not silly, I shouldn't say it's silly because it's people's images of themselves. Something as silly as holding a little bit extra body fat is something that's completely changeable. And if you have an insecurity around this, it can be managed very successfully uh, and could be a driving force into something positive uh, but doesn't nec- but I guess the way that you attack it can can dictate that whether it's a positive or a negative is a very uh, individual thing but particularly around body image and things like and, and I'm really sorry we as the fitness industry have done a really shit job at making people feel comfortable with themselves and making people feel like you know they can be them We've a lot of our social media and a lot of uh, Instagram is you need to look this way to be accepted as a human, particularly in the fitness industry. It's so fucking toxic. Like we fucked it. We totally fucked it up. Bodybuilding fucked it up. <laughs> our now our image of health isn't like somebody who's just kind of fit and kind of healthy, eats vegetables every now and then. Our image of health is like competitive level bodybuilding we think that's what health looks like walking around with a six-pack walking around with like fucking huge muscles and shit that's what we kind of perceive as as health now and it's so fucked it's totally it's backwards you'd be surprised to find out that you might not be surprised depends how long you've been into bodybuilding particularly in the natty world like as you get to, to lower body fat levels like weird shit starts happening things like your dick stop getting hard. Women, is it amen- amenorrhea? 
women get amenorrhea, which is the the like the, the cessation of their menstrual cycle. They stop menstruating, which is kind of like a physiological note that something's fucked up. Like you would think that you could take a common sense common sense approach to that and be like, oh, my dick stopped getting hard. Maybe there's a problem. Maybe I'm kind of hormonally imbalanced here. Uh, maybe this isn't healthy. But never mind. Uh, that's completely off topic. Well, it's not completely off topic, but it's a little bit less on topic. Um, we've kind of taken these physical attributes and just glamorized them and glorified them so much that it's it's become a really toxic industry that way. Uh and that things like the health at every size movement came about because of this toxicity, because we've, we've gone, you need to be skinny. If you're not skinny, you're a piece of shit. We've kind of pushed, there's been a pushback of actually health isn't dictated by your weight. And it's kind of pushed back a little bit too hard. So the health at every size movement pretty much says that like weight has nothing to do with your health. And I fundamentally agree that weight doesn't have a lot to do with your health, but there's a point. There's a point where you're just almost being narcissistic and ignorant to the fact that you could improve. So the health that's every size movement for me has gone a little bit on the too far. There definitely is health implications of obesity. There, there is, like we know this is very well documented. Where am I going with this thought? Oh, overall acceptance. Like, I'm 100% advocate of you should accept your body as it is, and you should enjoy your body as it is. But if you genuinely think and you accept everything about it, and you genuinely think there is nothing you could improve, you have a god like a god complex, and you're probably a narcissist. If you think there's nothing that you can improve about your physique, there's a problem. I um, also have a problem with the idea that you should have to accept everything about your body. Like, you're allowed to think whatever the fuck you think or whatever the fuck you want to think about your own body. If you don't like something about it, if you, let's say you're overweight and you don't want to be overweight and you want to make a change in your life. If people are shaming you for that, for thinking, for saying like you should love yourself and you don't love yourself, that's a lot of pressure. Maybe you don't have to love yourself. Maybe you don't have to love everything about you. Maybe you have to love the bits that you love and maybe not so love the bits that you don't love and you can change them. Like this is a dynamic spectrum that should be individual to everyone, but it's become like everything ends up being toxic, doesn't it? Everything ends up being really negative. Like the healthier the the fitness industry has really pushed a lot of body image stuff uh, magazines have pushed a lot of body image you need to look skinny you need to be a booty girl you need to have huge muscles if you're a boy uh, like we've really pushed a lot of these things and it's fucked a lot of shit up and now we're seeing the exact opposite of like if you want to lose weight you're a bad person which is just wild to me like i'm a full advocate of body autonomy you should be allowed to do whatever the fuck you want to do with your body and not have anyone judge it. And that applies to everything. If you want to lose weight and somebody judges you, fuck that guy or fuck that girl. If you want to gain weight and somebody judges you, fuck that guy or fuck that girl or fuck that person, I should say. Uh, I'm being very gender 
in specific or very gender gendered here uh, fuck that person anything if you want to have tattoos all over your face go for it if you want to have tattoos all over your uh, why am i saying tattoos if you want to have piercings all over your face go for it body autonomy is important anything that helps you live your life in a comfortable and confident way is like top priority like that's that's the fucking that's the cool shit and that's the wonderful thing about it is you get to choose whatever that is we don't need other people imposing these fucking weird demands that you need to have a six-pack in order to be cool Uh, actually yeah that's an interesting one i had a conversation this morning with some people from work uh, becky and marcus and it was quite a sad conversation actually that it was about bullying and like it turns out that people that had hobbies like play the trumpet or that enjoyed doing things and all it took was somebody to say you're a dweeb or you're a loser or something along those lines for it to to pack those activities in and that's really sad that we allow other people's opinions to um negatively impact us so much like i'm not one of those people that's like fuck you, I don't care what you're saying, I don't care anything about you, because I think if you genuinely don't care about anybody else, again, you're a narcissist or a psychopath. If you actually don't care about other people's opinions, you're a psychopath. But there needs to be a, I don't know, a confidence about, no, I like these things. Like, right, me and my my fiancé, Kez, we go mushroom hunting. And not for psychedelic mushrooms, we just think mushrooms are cool. So we'll go out, we'll walk in the forests, we'll walk in the woods, and we'll look at and take photos at mushrooms. And I think that's fucking cool. Most people look at us and go, all right, that's weird. But there's a complete acceptance that, like, these are the things that I like, and I'm going to do the things that I like. And we try to carry that kind of, like, attitude over to the majority of our lives, or at least I try to carry that, I can't speak for Kez because I'm not her, Uh, I try to carry that attitude over to everything I do, like, I train in a certain way, because I want to look a certain way, and that's cool because I like it, like, that's what I want to do, and I'm not going to let anybody piss on that, because I think it's cool, and if you don't think it's cool, fuck you, I don't give a shit about you, but, I I do give a shit about you, not fuck you, if you don't think it's cool, fine don't do it but let me do my shit if i'm i don't know like playing guitar or something and i want to learn a certain song that's like probably a really nerdy song or like a a computer game intro or something fuck you it's cool to me like if you don't want to listen to that that's fine you don't have to listen to that do your own shit like there has to be an acceptance somewhere down the line that you're you are allowed to do whatever the fuck you want to do within the boundaries of the law (laughs) and taking other people's opinions on board is important but letting them dictate what you want to do is fucking bullshit i don't know the solution to changing people's body images i'm not a psychologist or a counselor i don't know the solution to changing people's views on how they view themselves all i can speak from is my own like my own shit and and disregarding other people's opinions is never a good idea but understanding that your opinion of yourself trumps everything else is a really good idea like if there is an insecurity that you find crippling or uh, debilitating that's something that you should definitely work on and work on either working to change or working to accept it 
but definitely work needs to be placed on there. But as I said earlier on, like sometimes your insecurities can be really great drivers of progress. Like my career is entirely built around the fact that I wanted to be big and muscly and I wanted to be smart. So I went away and I learned about being big and muscly. I trained a lot and I learned a lot about being really smart. And now my entire career is based around that, which, you know, now I can kind of address the things and, and take some of the toxic parts away from that. But still that insecurity drove me to really good things um and i'd encourage you all to explore the avenues that you possibly could take around your insecurities there's probably a lot more that i wanted to say on this and i'll listen to it back and be like ah oh, fuck i should have said that but i'm gonna wrap it up there because we're what like 16 or 17 minutes in and i really need the toilet is is the actual answer i'm gonna stop this podcast because i'm dying for a piss goodbye <laughs>